this is episode 469 69 I'm an idiot of the pixelated sausage podcast for Wednesday May 9th 2018 I'm your host Marcus Nez today I'll be talking about Fortnite Battle Royale's Infinity Gauntlet mode which they launched Tuesday maybe maybe that might be right and God of War, which I finally got and started playing some today after updating it and dealing with uh, PlayStation 4's slow download speeds. And also, before I get to all of that, I want to mention the Nintendo Online service, which got detailed in full-ish manner. I, I feel like we're still going to get a few details at uh, or during the E3 Direct, but we did get a lot of details. I, I think they came out yesterday as well, um, including the price, which will be $20 a year. I think they have a, a $4 per month plan or $8 per three months. But of course, $20 for a year, that's not much. And what will be locked behind the service is online play. So games that have already come out like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Splatoon 2, and future titles like Super Smash Brothers, etc. All of that will be locked behind the service. Cloud saves will be behind the service, which some people have said, and that this may be true, but I feel like cloud saves are locked behind Xbox Live Gold and PlayStation Plus, but I could be wrong. Or maybe it's just that you need the paid service to have cloud saves on the older platforms like the 360 and the PlayStation 3 and Vita. I don't know. I'm not sure. I just feel like that was a thing. I feel like in like on the <laughs> my my the the way I'm coming to this belief is through the Vita. I just remember the Vita being like, okay, you PlayStation Plus, you hit the little plus thing, and it's like, hey, you want to send this save to the cloud and automatically do it? Okay. <laughs> It could be true. It might not be true. I have no idea. Um, and then included in the service will be 20 NES games at launch. And I, or maybe there might be 30 because they're, they're announcing another 10, I believe. Uh, only NES games, no other platforms, no other Nintendo platforms or Sega Genesis, etc. And those titles will include, I think, Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers 3, Balloon Fight, and some other stuff, tennis, etc. Uh, you know, some good titles in there, some not so great titles, but it's all included in this $20 package. And they also confirmed that Virtual Console is dead. But the wording made it sound like classic games and whatnot will not leave the platform, leave Switch, not come to Switch, but that the umbrella term that is Virtual Console is dead and gone and will not come back you can still have compilations from other publishers like sega releasing their own compilations of classic games um atari etc uh you will have whatever the nes arcade classics or whatever they're called and the snk games and nes games will come they can come at least uh and hopefully super nintendo games etc that will still get these games and they just won't be under the virtual console brand uh, i don't know what they'll call them if they'll call them anything but i i hope that they still make them nintendo specifically you know sega and stuff 
they're they're going to be doing it because they've already been doing it. And also, going back to the, the, the NES games included in the online service, they will include, for the first time, online play, whether that is adversarial or co-op. So that is cool as well. And, yeah, it, it's been a bit uh, hot and cold with this for people. Some people are really liking it. Some people don't. I'm like, oh, this is 20 bucks for this garbage. Uh, I'm on the fence of I, I want to hear a bit more about it. But 20 bucks a year is not a lot. And while I would prefer to just be able to purchase the classic games that I like and I, I wish Virtual Console was remaining because I just feel like if they still had Virtual Console it would be something that would bring about more frequent release of classic games. And, you know, as crappy as it is, you know, I wouldn't mind buying some games I love again just to play them on Switch. Will I buy another copy of Super Mario Bros. 2? Because I love that Mario game more than any other Mario game. Hate me. I know it's a stupid opinion, but it's my stupid opinion because I am an idiot. Uh, would I buy another copy of Kirby's Adventure? You, you damn right I would. But, you know... Will I be able to? Who knows? I feel like there's a chance. Because Kirby's Adventure is amazing. Everyone knows that. And Super Mario Brothers 2 is amazing. It might not be everyone's favorite. <laughs> it might not be anyone else's favorite. But it's my favorite. And people do enjoy it. And people would buy it again. I guarantee it. Um, but the, the weirdest thing about it is that... And this is the thing I want concrete details about. Because there has to be a catch. There is also a family plan that costs thirty four ninety nine for the year. And it can have up to, in addition to the, the family account, the holder, um, seven other accounts. And these accounts can be on other switches. They don't just all have to be on the same switch and just are then allowed to use online play. Which, I, some of the wording makes it sound like they can play with other family members online, but maybe not with everyone else, which is definitely a catch, if true. Um, but that's just my interpretation of the word. Like I could, I could see how this wording could equate to that. Um, but they get access to the NES games as far as I know. And there's something else. No, I, one of the details that was listed on, on the page was, uh, that the family account, the person who is the account holder needs to have a credit card account on file all the time. I don't know if you need that with a regular account, which seems odd if it's not for both. But if that is the case, and especially if you don't need to, if you're not limited only playing with other family members, that means eight friends can come together and chip in four bucks a piece. And hey, you got a year of Nintendo Online, and that just seems so easy to exploit and something that maybe people won't do, but. I feel like a lot of people will do, and uh, but I think twenty bucks, ignoring the family plan, it's it's twenty bucks. It's not a horrible deal, and depending on how the NES games are and the rollout, and if they end up including Super Nintendo games and whatnot, uh, it's not that bad. And you have to remember, it's forty dollars cheaper than the other two platforms. And regardless, 
it's going to sell because it is only 20 bucks and people are going to want to play Super Smash Brothers online. Uh, yeah, of course, the ideal way to play it is couch. Uh, you know, couch, not co-op, but just couch play. But you're not always going to be able to do that. And you want to play your friends online. And you're going to be like, oh, 20 bucks to do that? Okay, fine, I'll do that. Uh, so, yeah, that's the Nintendo Online thing, which you can find on their own website. And moving on. Fortnite Infinity Gauntlet. So, I haven't played Fortnite Battle Royale, really Fortnite anything even save the day, in months and months and months. I jumped in there for two matches with Hotcakes Man uh, a few or maybe just a week ago. And, you know, I just dipped my foot in there. Uh, didn't do much. I just kind of followed him around. It's like every now and again I would realize that he's smashing everything to get resources so you can build them. I'm like, oh, I should probably break some stuff too. Um, didn't really accomplish much. And then I decided to jump back in when the Thanos crossover was announced, the Infinity War crossover, which introduces in this Infinity Gauntlet mode Thanos to the game. And the way it works is that the gauntlet drops in at the beginning of the game. Whoever finds it becomes Thanos. They have a lot of armor, I think 800 armor, 200 health, and, or it might be reversed, it might be 200 armor, 800 health, and your armor will recharge after a point. Uh, and you have the ability to shoot a giant, powerful laser beam from your gauntlet, do a super jump, and then there was a third ability that I never used. I played maybe 10 matches and I was Thanos once in my first match of all matches where before becoming Thanos I killed two people much to my surprise and then I became Thanos and ended up in second place because I was just stupid I f forgot until the last second when it was too late I'm like oh yeah when you're Thanos you're on the map so if you are Thanos everyone can see where you are and yeah it adds a really nice smidgen of spice to the game that i really appreciate and enjoy i i like it it makes it feel a little bit different a bit more different than PUBG. having this super powered being who changes when they die you know you you can you kill them you can grab the gauntlet for yourself and become him and when you become thanos you like he rises to the sky and does a uh whatever a little flex and like an uppercut and then falls back to the sky and you drop in again. Um, and I really I really like uh, how he feels to play. He walks incredibly slowly. So you, you don't move quickly. Jumping, you could, you could jump far distance. But when you do jump, it has to take about two-ish seconds, two, three seconds to charge up before you jump into the sky. So when you do that, you're definitely at the... the you're, you're definitely the most apt for just getting destroyed and killed immediately because your defenses are completely down at that point you can't attack you can't cancel out of that jump so you have to you have to be careful when you're you're jumping but the laser is incredibly powerful um and the thing i've come to realize about fortnite coming back to it after not having really played it other than that little thing with hotcakes man since the battle royale mode first launched in beta is that it is so much quicker than PUBG, and I forgot that. One, yeah, it is very pretty. It runs incredibly well, 
but it feels so much different. It's so much faster. Matches end so much quicker. It is so incredibly quick to get back into a game, which is something I appreciate, and I think that's part of what makes the game so easy for people to get into, and the fact that it is free to play on pretty much every platform except Switch, which has to be happening. That has to be an E3 announcement. Um, I I appreciate that, but I still prefer PUBG because I prefer the tension of PUBG, the, the, the paranoia, the fear of PUBG, the slower pace. It feels much more like an event. Like, like it, it takes much more out of me to play a match of PUBG than it does to play Fortnite, which is good. They have their, their different feel. So Fortnite, if you want something that you could just jump in and you know quickly play a, a few matches of, um, and if you die really quickly, it's so easy to just back out. It takes a few seconds and jump right into another match. So there's there's little downtime in Fortnite, which is great in that sense. And the shooting feels solid. Um, and there is a, a bit of paranoia in Fortnite, but it's nowhere near the same level as PUBG. And the thing that sucks, though, is that while both PUBG and Fortnite are very similar, they're very different in that Fortnite is incredibly fast. And, you know, there's a lot of jumping going around. There's There's some jumping in PUBG, but... Fortnite is very jumpy. You're just jumping around all over the place. Um, they're they're both great games, and I wish the people who like them could just agree that they're both great, and that liking one over the other is not a bad thing. I I, I can't stand how volatile both communities are toward each other. It's just like you know if if I say I I like PUBG. People who like Fortnite just snap at me and tell me how wrong I am and how stupid I am for liking PUBG. And the same goes for people who love PUBG and like, oh, you Fortnite people are stupid. I prefer PUBG. It doesn't mean I hate Fortnite. I am kind of, I am kind of annoyed by the level of just mainstream, like how much Fortnite is out there. It's getting to the level of Pokemon Go at its height at its highest heights when it first launched and i i hated pokemon go with that sense because the at least with fortnite you're not going to get people who are just walking on streets staring at their phone you know walking in the middle of a busy street or walking towards me the opposite direction and just maybe maybe run into me uh, a, a bicyclist a bicyclist almost ran into me a few times uh, when they were clearly playing Pokemon Go. So none of that is happening. But Fortnite is just getting so ridiculously huge. And it's it's crazy. And that kind of annoys me. But the game itself, I think, is a solid game. You know, I enjoyed my time playing the Infinity Gauntlet mode. And I would love it if that game was not limited. If they just decided, hey, let's just keep this mode. People like it. And, you know, it's the annals. But, um... I, I really enjoy that mode. I think if you haven't played Fortnite or you kind of are iffy about Fortnite, go go into it and try that mode because it does add a little something extra to the game that I think is good on all fronts. Um, I do wish you had the ability or could earn the ability if you were just if you held the gauntlet long enough or something to snap your fingers and immediately get rid of half the the remaining player count. I think that'd be an awesome little cool feature. But, yeah, Fortnite, Infinity Gauntlet, 
it's worth checking out. And then God of War. So I've played God of War now for two hours. I'm pretty sure I'm going to put my playthrough of the game on YouTube. So yeah, in like hour chunks. Um, and in the first two hours, I can't say too much about it. I'm not going to spoil anything about the story, but it is incredibly beautiful. And the way it is crafted and the, the cinematography, the camera work, all of that, the way it's, it's framed in, the, in this single shot um, uh, way uh, is is truly incredible. It is an incredibly cinematic experience and it it's 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 something to behold, you know. Um I hate that I'm saying, you know, as much as, as I've said it so far on this episode. Maybe I say it a lot and it's it's becoming noticeable right now, but I think the voice acting is solid so far. It's not blowing me away or anything. Atreus can be a bit annoying. God, not God. I don't want to call him God of War. Kratos loves saying, "I do not know." Um, but the 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 thing that is holding me back right now from really, really, really loving it, and I feel like, unless it somehow drastically changes, will keep it from being something I would even consider as a greatest game of all time, one of the greatest games of all time, is that I don't love the combat. Uh, throwing the axe feels all right. Retrieving it feels great, but the actual melee combat so far, I've unlocked one ability thing where like have my shield and I do like some radius thing that pushes people back and does damage. I can, you know, rage mode feels pretty cool, but I don't love the combat and I don't, I'm not sure what could be added to the combat that would make it feel significantly better because it definitely needs a significant jump for me uh, for it to be this, you know, contender for greatest game of all time. And maybe part of the problem is that I just have this in my head now because I'm playing it a few weeks or so after its launch and I just cannot play it without thinking to myself. So many people have called this one of the greatest, if not the greatest game of all time. And, I don't I'm not feeling that immediately so something is something is clearly wrong I don't know but I do think from a storytelling standpoint and a, a cinema a, a cinematic standpoint it is incredible um it, I I love what they're doing with Kratos he is he is becoming and I don't even want to say likable but he's much more relatable and there there's more to him he's a deeper character um i kind of get this rambo first blood vibe about it but with his kid along for the ride too and i'm i'm much more interested in following the story and seeing where it goes than i ever was in well at least like i i really checked out god of war 3 I can't remember how I felt about the story in God of War 1 and 2. I really liked those games a lot, the way they played and the the set pieces and all that. But God of War 3, I was just like, no. And it's kind of funny because comparing this to Uncharted 4, I feel like Uncharted 4 made Nathan Drake uh, 
a very unlikable character. I, I really did not like him after playing that game. And God of War, just the early impressions and based on what I've heard, is doing the opposite for Kratos, making him a much more likable character. You know, um, I said you know again. But yeah, after two hours, it's a, it's a gorgeous game. And I can't say enough for just the way it's directed and shot and the camera work and all that. It's, it's, it's very impressive how it just fluidly transitions from action sequence to cutscene. It's not really even really a cutscene. I mean, it's, it just, everything feels organic and you're just constantly moving along and things happen and everything feels very natural and it's it's a very impressively made game um regardless of whether or not the combat clicks with me at any point there's there's no denying that this game has been made in such an incredibly fine-tuned way you know you know it's like a a fine-tuned <laughs> car i don't i don't i'm don't drive so i this is a horrible thing to even try to compare it to but it's just like you know a fine a, a beautiful classic car that you look at and you're like this is incredibly well made it's not the most comfortable ride but it's incredibly well designed and well made and that's god of war for me so far after two hours two hours is very little to go on uh to go off of uh combat wise because i do know that it opens up and you get more abilities and stuff like that so yeah, that's my experience with God of War so far, and I'm looking forward to playing more of it, which I will probably do immediately after ending this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so yeah. <laughs> Once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, Monomalist, Steam, Twitch, all the usual places, at PX Sausage on PSN. I am the Kush 3 The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal podcast which are also available on podcast services around the globe like Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts and the Google Play Store and you can also find the art I do on the site or by going over to pxsart.com and if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way and you can also watch this podcast in video form or other videos over at youtube.com slash sausage. Subscribe, like videos if you want, and all that jazz. Blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Bye.